Good evening and welcome back to another episode of the Rocks and Roots podcast. Some R&R, if you will, on this really chilly November. Stop laughing. (laughs) I disassociate myself from the phrase (laughs) R&R as it pertains to this podcast. Continue. It's you know why it's gonna catch on. I feel it. I feel it in in my bones. Anyway, it's a chilly, chilly night here in the lovely state of New Jersey in November. It's only gonna get colder. Anyway, we have a lot to talk to you about today. I'm one of your hosts, Tumbles, and to the left of me, who doesn't like the term R and R, gonna use it though, is cranky, and I have no problem with the term R and R. I refuse to have our Rocks and Roots podcast called R and R for short. I am vehemently opposed to this. You know what? I just made the executive decision that we're rebranding Rocks and Roots podcast to the I R- quit. So the Rocks and Roots <laughs> podcast will now be brought to you exclusively by Tumbles. God damn it. You will come around with Have it. fun with it. Anyway, <clears throat> um, Updates. So we have not spoken to you fine people since our last episode, our race episode. Tumbles had a little bit of PTSD from that uh, that, that race. And Cranky almost killed himself during Yeah, I almost, we mentioned um, <coughs> how I fell. <clears throat> I nearly broke my tailbone. If it had been a little more to the right. I probably would have. I did end up going to a doctor because the bruising was pretty extensive and it was continuing to cause me issues throughout the week. And I did not break my tailbone, but came close. And this is the medical portion of the podcast. Oh, boy. If you do break your tailbone, there's nothing that they do for it. There's nothing they can do for it. So it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Hmm. Um, But it it bruised up pretty good and, and Mrs. Cranky was mildly concerned so but we are uh ready to get back into it we the goal was <coughs> we once again were on our way you have so many false starts it's not yeah. even funny yeah we need to be praised profusely and often <laughs> for when we actually finish the shenandoah this is the <laughs> second false shenandoah hike start second false start we were on our way to Shenandoah, the plan was to start at mile 931 tonight after a five-hour drive, walk one mile, there's a shelter just south, uh, get up early, to, well, actually sleep in a little bit tomorrow, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen now, Mm-mm. walk 11 miles tomorrow, and then focus on some camp skills, and finish up Friday. There was an accident on the major interstate closest to my dwelling, which has caused massive backups throughout this section of New Jersey, and we decided we did not want to sit in... It would have been a five-hour drive if everything went smoothly. Smoothly, We did not want to turn that into a seven- or eight-hour drive in order to hike one mile, so we'll just do that mile tomorrow. Yeah, so tomorrow morning we'll leave roughly uh, around 2 o'clock a.m., uh, and uh, hopefully have a nice, smooth, uneventful drive down to the park um, and do 12 miles tomorrow instead of 11. Yes, and still work on camp skills, which we'll tell you about oh, man. on 
tomorrow's episode. Oh, yeah. We're, you're going to have a double feature from us. Come, <coughs> you know, right. one tonight and then one Friday if you're listening to this in real time. So double your pleasure. Double your fun. <laughs> so we, <laughs> that's okay, but R&R is unacceptable. Anyway. So we have actual Appalachian Trail things to discuss. Yes, specifically our most favorite organization, the Appalachian Trail Conservancy. And if you've listened to past um, episodes from us, you will know that it is not our favorite organization. It is actually our least favorite organization. And they have continued to deserve our ire with their most latest move. Very nice word. So... People who are applying for their 2021 thru-hike certificates are being denied because the AT, as we have discussed, put a ban, or they were, they can't ban. They tried to, though. They went to Congress and tried to have the entire trail closed. closed. I, I learned we that. We don't know how you close a trail besides going to every trailhead and putting yellow tape across it. And then even still, you would have to have runners just go the entire 2,000 miles. So, And because the ATC is a nonprofit, we don't know how they would be able to pay all of these runners for six to nine months. It was a symbolic gesture, yeah, but the bullshit. fact that they attempted to close the trail through an act of Congress, <clears throat> um, again, has they deserve our ire. So <clears throat> their recommendation was... To not hike from March 15th, 2020. And then they finally started saying, okay, we think it's okay for you to hike. We've discussed this. They reopened the trail as of this past May. Yes. So May 11th, Mm -hmm. 2021. So there are people who are submitting their applications. I did a through hike. I would like to be recognized. Put me in your books. Uh, from my understanding, you get a certificate and your name goes in the book. That's mm-hmm. really all it is. But right. some people care about that because your name is in the book. It's part of the trail history of the trail. Mm-hmm. So I get that. I personally, if I was doing a through hike, would purposely not register. I don't want these people knowing where I am, although I have a cell phone so they know anyway. But they're refusing to acknowledge people's accomplishment. Correct. Um, And throughout this almost year and a half of symbolic closure, they managed to get on the DIE bandwagon. And for those of you who don't know what DIE is, D-I-E is diversity, uh, inclusion, and equity bandwagon. Um... So, fuck the hikers trying to do what the Conservancy was started for, and let's focus on shit that doesn't even fucking matter. Yep. Um, And this fantasy that the trail is not diverse. Mm -hmm. Anyone who has spent any time out there knows that that is not true. You see people of all genders, races, um, countries. We've run into uh, people from Australia. We've Mm -hmm. run into people from all races. Local kids walking a section of trail. I mean, and that brings us to inclusion. I've never seen so much inclusivity as I do on trail. 
but it is popular in our current climate to hype the idea that things are not inclusive and we need to move towards being inclusive and it's entirely 100% nonsense. And then just the idea of equity on a trail, the idea of equity is frightening anyway because it is impossible to have equity because everyone is born with different advantages, socioeconomic, different natural talents and abilities. So to have equity, you would need massive amounts of force in order to force outcomes. And, and that is the most frightening thing I've ever heard. But a six foot three man can play basketball, but a five foot two man can't play pro basketball, you know? Yeah, most likely not. That's I mean, there have been exceptions, but that's reality. But that's reality. Right. If you want to follow your dreams, go for it. <laughs> and then to try and force that idea on a trail where you have people who can hike the entire thing in three and a half months and then people who just don't have that physical like every hike your own hike is mm-hmm. a stupid phrase, but it is there for a reason. A there, common the- example is happy. Happy on trail. Yes. Happy uh, is on YouTube uh, if you're interested in checking out another hike vlogger. Um, he started January 1st of this year. Yep. And he went for six months and then got injured. And as of about a month ago, he was seen in Katahdin heading south to do his flip-flop. So he's going to take probably more than a year to do it. Yeah. So long as you get out there and do it, who the fuck cares? Yeah. So there, there is no such thing as equity anywhere, especially in this hobby, because everyone has different abilities. And that's fantastic. That should be celebrated Mm -hmm. rather than trying to enforce equity and equality. It's almost like a competition. They want everyone to have equity, but to force it is almost like, well, if that person can do it, that means I can do it. And if I try to do it, I may get injured. So, you know, I don't know. And I feel like it's almost like a competition. If you can do some one person can do it, the other person tries to do it and fails and then feels like a failure, you know? Yeah, that's part of it. And I think um, if we were to play devil's advocate, if we were talking to someone who was promoting this idea in the world of hiking, they would say, well, yes, everyone does have natural abilities. But what we're talking about is access. Some people don't have, because we're going to drive five hours tomorrow. So that requires us to have jobs and have cars and have money for gas, have money for gas. And yeah, I'm sorry. That's life. Some people aren't going to be able to do that. So maybe you hike in your own state or maybe you do something local. I'm sorry. Why can't we go to the CDT every weekend? Exactly. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. Mrs. Cranky. I feel oppressed. We're oppressed because we can't go to the CDT (laughs) every weekend. Oh, shame. <laughs> so, yeah, the idea of equity is is an impossibility and requires massive amounts of force to even try and approximate it, which is not good. So we don't support that. Mm-hmm. So the ATC, <clears throat> no good. They've strayed from their original mission. Which was supporting hikers and ecology. They have completely... <clears throat> gotten into social issues rather than that yeah um so we started a oh boy a petition goodbye everybody (laughs) goodbye listeners on change.org we will link the website in our description
So here is the text of our petition. We are tired of the Appalachian Trail Conservancy, ATC, engaging in activities counter to its mission statement. The ATC applied to Congress to close the trail during the pandemic. They continued to discourage hiking well after the pandemic was under control. Hikers who completed miles between 315.20 and 311.21 will not be... 511.21. Oh, we should change the text then. Oh. 511.21 will not be recognized. The discouraging of a safe socially distanced activity harmed hikers, businesses along the trail, and was contrary to epidemiology-based science. We had to look that word up. (laughs) Keeping people away from the trail (laughs) resulted in increased... Uh, congregation indoors <clears throat> denied people access to macro level self care. I was impressed by that macro See, level. See, I'm using their language against them. Increased psychological distress <clears throat> and harmed local seasonal economies. Their lack of stewardship during this period resulted in no official count of, which is going to lead to our next thing we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. No official count of hikers on trail, poor or no maintenance, and produced physical hazards. Lots of blowdowns and dams and swamps that would have been cleared if the trail was open. The stewardship of the trail should be privatized or given to an organization interested in actual promotion of the trail itself. A good example is the Appalachian Mountain Club. Yes. Where you see the money that you're giving in the trail maintenance. And we hiked several... Uh, trails maintained by them this summer and spring and no blowdowns and you know as good as possible going up mount washington that's going to be a rough trail no matter what you do but Mm -hmm. they made it as pleasant and as safe as it could possibly be and the fact that you're seeing volunteers on a daily basis during the um more pleasant months is has says something absolutely meanwhile when the atc tells their local clubs they cannot go out and perform maintenance we were literally hiking through a section of trail that was flooded because the beavers got to it that was up to our waist and if you all know what we're talking about that is or don't not talking about wow english if you guys don't know what we are talking about there uh, that section is in Pennsylvania, uh, close to Harrisburg area. It's on the ridge line right before you get to 81 going southbound. Um, there is a reroute, mm-hmm. but it would have added another mile onto the trail. Yes, that kind of shit should be cleared. Like, mm-hmm. But local clubs were not allowed to go out this year. But there is another. I sound like Master Yoda. There's another. So there's another organization (laughs) that is recognizing through hikers. And this organization, they don't seem to be focused on trail maintenance or ecology. The uh, they seem to be a hiker centered and more of the social experience. I don't think they can maintain because you have these trail clubs that have quote-unquote ownership of the specific trail. Okay, yes, very good point. So this is the, let me just double check. So if you want to start talking about the article, I will double check and look up the name. Of course. 
Um, this article uh, that, of course, goes along with what we are talking about um, talks about this gentleman who set out to see how many through hikers were on trail during the 2020-2021 seasons. And how he did it was he stopped at each shelter and took a look at their log books. Um, Shelters in the Smokies. Oh, it was the Smokies. Yep. Okay. And the reason he chose the Smokies, by the way, it is the Appalachian Long Distance, Distance Hikers. Hikers Association. Mm-hmm. And this article is from their most recent newsletter. Which is called The Long Distance Hiker. Yep. And the article is called Hikers Were Out in 2020 Despite Bans. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, he did the Smokies because the Smokies were closed. Well, you have to. There's no tent. Tents, that's right. You that's have right. to camp in a shelter in the Smokies. So the Smokies were closed, though. Yes. As well as the Shenandoah. But people went through there anyway. Because anyway. if you're on, you have to go through there. If you're on trail, Correct. you have to go through there. So this guy's name is Michael Zidnanik. Z-I-D-A-N-I-C. Sorry, mm-hmm. we butchered your name, sir. So he figured the best way to get, to at least start to get accurate numbers mm-hmm. would be to go to the shelters in the Smokies and look at the log books. Cause you have to camp. You have to shelter camp in the Smokies. So I thought that that was pretty clever. Yeah. And, um, in this article, they made it easy for us. So they broke it down. Uh, each of the 296 documented through hikers who started at Springer mountain in Georgia were put into one of the four following groups. 153 hikers never got off trail due to COVID and hiked Nobo uh, all the way from Georgia to Maine. Um, it said uh, the traditional Nobos. Started, 45 started in May or June. 108 started prior to April 12th. Um, and that, I'm guessing the 45 that started in May or June kind of realized that the the COVID regulations were kind of bullshit by that point. So they decided to make their way out onto trail. 43 hikers that never got off trail due to COVID, but shuttled around the Smokies during closure, which was March 24th to May 8th and otherwise went noble all the way. Um, they called them the Smokies jumpers. 15 hikers never got off trail due to COVID, but converted their hike to some sort of flip-flop. And 85 hikers took an extended time off trail due to COVID, but returned to trail and completed it. And how many total? One, uh, 296 documented. Documented, which I there's obviously a lot more. Mm-hmm. But 296 documented is extremely low. Like... We kind of, we enjoyed it last year, especially for how south he was documenting. Yes, um, so it's obviously a lot more than that. But the reason that this guy did this was because the ATC closed the trail, but then and they closed the trail because they were afraid of COVID, supposedly. Uh huh. But then they didn't track how many people were actually on it. So if you are concerned about the spread of a virus, basic epidemiology says, even though we're discouraging people and we don't want people on the trail and get off the fucking trail, we still need to track how many people are actually on the trail if we're concerned with science and tracking the virus. Mm -hmm. Because their whole logic was, if you're on trail, you're going to spread COVID in the shelters, you're going to spread it to towns, you're going to kill everyone. You're more likely to get hantavirus in the shelters than you would ever get COVID. Yes. Having mice crawl across your head in the middle of the night is fun. (laughs) (laughs) So 
basic science would tell you that if you're concerned about the spread of a virus and you are trying to limit the number of people that have access to an area to limit the spread of said virus, you should track how many people are there. They didn't bother to do that. That's why we made our little petition. And so, the amount of times we went out onto trail last year and just talking to the locals, they were, as we've said in the past, they were elated that we were spending our money in their towns because all of these trail towns lost so much money yep. because of the ATC's ignorance. There are hostel owners and shuttle owners that are just out of business right now. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a while for that to recover. But so, yeah, we want to promote and we need to do a little more research. But right now, it seems like the Appalachian Long Distance Hikers Association is a much more hiker friendly organization. I like that this guy attempted since the official organization is not bothering to do it that this guy attempted to track how many people were out there last year. Um, and they will recognize your through hikes. So mm -hmm. if you're interested in that and you hiked between March and May of last year, uh, go seek them out and get your shit recognized. Darn right. What else do we have? Uh, also, we're not the only ones talking about this. Uh, if you follow Trail Tales, and um, Trail Tales' host, Kyle O'Grady, he's more on YouTube these days. Uh, he has a whole video on the ATC's decision as well. So we encourage you to go follow him. I think we did a better job. <laughs> we did a little more research than he did. But yes, go check out yes, that video. Go check out Kyle. Kyle Hates Hiking is his channel on YouTube. Uh, and just a lot of people that we have spoken to throughout the years now hiking, a lot of people have the same opinions about uh, the conservancy kind of as we do. <laughs> so if you do not agree with us, um, let us know. Comment on the Instagram. We have an email that we've had this whole time oh, yeah, we that we've realized we today. We needed to use the email for our petition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is rocksandrootspod at gmail.com if you want to drop us a line. We guarantee we won't look at it for like three months. So, hey, if you can wait that long and if not, put a comment down on our podcast uh, website. Yeah. Or the Instagram. Or the grams. Um, what else? <clears throat> tomorrow. What are we doing Tomorrow. So tomorrow we are starting at mile nine thirty one of Virginia in, in the AT, yep. on the AT. We're going back to the AT after how long? It's been a while. It has been a while. We keep getting distracted by races and keep getting distracted by mountains. Other mountains. So nine thirty one point six. We are camping at Rock Spring Hut, mile nine. 30.3. No, we're not. That was supposed to be tonight. Uh, yes, you are correct. <laughs> that was supposed to be tonight. We're only doing one mile tomorrow. <laughs> we are camping at uh, Bear Fence Mountain Hut, which has been renamed... Bearface. <laughs> Bearface Mountain by my co-host over here. At mile 919. Mm -hmm. And then Friday, we are waking up early... And we are going to mile 912, where we are getting our shuttle. And after that, my friends, it is just one more trip to the Shenandoah to complete this fucking park. 
Holy yeah. shit. And that trip, the lovely Mrs. Cranky, we might twist her arm to get her to do some slack packing for us. And we, we, we've promised a, uh, a hot A tub. very nice a Airbnb tub. with many amenities. Hot tub. Compensation. Yes, you will have compensation. There'll be many forms of compensation. Okay. Um, uh, so 12 miles one day, 12 miles the other day, however you want to splice it and dice it. Yep. That's going to be after tomorrow. I am trip. looking forward. We will report back on this, but I am looking forward to... My goal this year with hiking is to throw in a lot of skill building. Which year? The end of this year or the beginning of 2022? Both. We don't, <laughs> we, we don't we stop don't anymore. Stop. So. <laughs> um, so we are going to attempt some coal cooking tomorrow. We'll let you know how that goes. Frankie is going to attempt some coal cooking. I'm going to watch and eat my mashed potatoes and spam. <laughs> well, hopefully, if all goes well, you'll have much better food to eat than that. And we'll take a picture. Yes. Um, so, yeah, skill building. So tomorrow is going to be cooking and just trying to increase, like, what we do as far as... Um, Skills and as far as intensity, uh, more mountains, more longer weekends, more longer distance stuff. That's right. Um, been trying to figure out how to hide your identity, but still compliment <laughs> you on this. So, uh, really, all as I can say without giving away my co-host identity is you did very well mm-hmm. in forty-six climbs. So, if you would like to not explain in too much detail but <laughs> just run down again for what that is and what your trail was uh so the 46 climbs program i mentioned this a couple months we're ago we're talking to tina about this yeah that's right and um jonathan zaharik de- did it and i i think kyle o'grady did it with his buddies uh 46 cl- climbs was created about eight years ago i think at this point and it's to raise money for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Basically, you raise money from about July onward, and between September 1st and September 12th or 13th, you you climb a mountain, or you hike, and you just take a picture of yourself in your gear, and you, you show some love. You um, support the foundation, and you support 46 Climbs. And uh, I got a surprise Monday by seeing uh, one of the emails from the 46 Climbs recognizing um, folks that raised money and who had the most elevation gain. So, um, Tumbles was mentioned. (laughs) Very nice. Tumbles was mentioned, and that's all I'll say about that. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you so much. I think, unless you have anything else, I think that's it for today until we update these fine people on that section of trail tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Um, Another interesting thing, I I added another stupid hobby to my life. It's like I need it. Um, I've started to dabble in surfing, or as I like to call, uh, pretending to surf and stay on my board without, you know, falling into the water. So uh, this will be an ongoing hilarious project, and uh, this will not get in the way of hiking. (laughs) (laughs) So other than that, are we good? I think we're good. Yes. Uh, Once again, we are going to link the uh, change.org petition website in our description. Sign it, share it, far and wide. 
Uh, this is just to get people to notice what's going on with the ATC and how disappointed and upset we all are. Uh, like us and love us on the gram as usual, rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. Follow the crank at cranky underscore McStumbles. Don't follow me. And we will catch you all very shortly after we finish this section. Bye!